Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, and along with my co-host, Doug Crockett, we are the voice of hope, healing, and miracles. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? So great. This is going to be a wonderful show. It is. We want to thank our sponsors, the Mindful Lab, where you can find clarity, connection, and peace. Go to mindfullab.net. We also want to thank the Sunshine Family Hemp, nature's side of health. Find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Also, check out Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. This is our own Doug Crockett's YouTube channel. It's amazing. As a reminder, if you have any suggestions or comments, please email me at contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. We want to welcome you back to our second year on the Voice American Network and the Vitality Health Show. We invite you to listen to all of our past shows on demand. They are absolutely fantastic. Our guests today, we're so excited, I got goosebumps, woo, yes. are, are Jenny Ritchie and Jan Frazier. They are the authors of the new book called The Book on joy. And for those of you that are in video land, I'm holding that up. Jenny's a certified Canfield, Canfield trainer in the success principles and a mindset accountability coach. And there was so much more. I couldn't put it all on here. Um, she's, she's, also the, everything. <laughs> I know, she's also the author of an Amazon best-selling book called keeping it together when life throws you curves. I love that title. And I've read that book and she and I've talked about it before. So it's awesome. Jan is also Jenny's mother. And we just are so excited to have her on. And she's coming to us from Bermuda. She's the first one from Bermuda we've had on the show. We're super excited about it. Yes. She is a very sought after keynote speaker. She is the founder of Dream Clubs and Conferences for Women. She's authored seven books. She's the creator of the Jan Frazier Inspired Life series, which I really want to talk about that one. Um, please welcome Jenny Ritchie and Jan Frazier to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome, right. ladies. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you Thank for having us. Thank we you are so much. So excited to have you guys here. So Jenny's coming to us from Newport Beach, California. Mm. And as I said, Jan's coming to us from Bermuda. I don't know why I'm just getting goosebumps today like crazy because <laughs> I love, love, love these women. So <laughs> any of our St. George family that's down there, you all know Jenny very, very well. So <laughs> that's where I got to know her. So anyway, we're going to just jump right in. Doug, do you want to say anything before we get started? I'm just, I'm excited all week. I was reading up on their bios, getting the information put together. And I just, this is a privilege that I get to do this and be a part of this and hear from these incredible minds and these spirits. And uh, I've got my pen ready. My spirit is ready and I'm ready to take notes and learn and grow. So pen uh, tissues. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's, always. Let's- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tears are let's, good, as I've always said. Yeah, I know. And you know me. I do that all the time. <laughs> so, so much more waterworks. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Jenny, let's go ahead and start with you. And then we'll go to Jan. You guys have, we, we could take hours talking about these good. incredible Easily. women and what they have done and what they've accomplished and whose lives they've affected. I, I know Jenny's affected my life very, very profoundly in so many ways. And she's always talked about her incredible mom. And now I'm sitting here looking at her and I get to talk <laughs> and to her. She's and she's right just, here. She's I'm right here. Feeling very, very blessed this morning. Okay, here they come. They're, they're coming. The tears are coming already. <laughs> I'm just, 
Okay, I'm going to turn it over to you so I can get myself recomposed. Okay, well, Jenny, go ahead. Thank you, Stephanie. I feel the same way. We've connected years ago in St. George, just networking events and just became fast friends. And I feel like we're kindred spirits. Absolutely. Have a heart as big as Texas, as they say. Yes. Um, and just just loving people and serving and just such a servant heart. I, I you know, I love you so much. Um, I, Feelings mutual. <laughs> this I have is, had is, a is. very interesting journey uh, through, through life. My husband used to play professional baseball and that is kind of, we call it kind of our past life yeah, because it seems so long ago, <laughs> but there were many, many miracles in that journey. Uh, I got married very young and people said it wouldn't last. And this month we're next month, we're celebrating 33 years. So, oh, that's so fantastic. Cool. <laughs> that's so 18 awesome. plus 33, you can tell how old I am. <laughs> Who's doing the math? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave you a cliffhanger there. You got it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I was a math teacher as well. So I, I used to teach high school, junior high, and I found so much joy in that. Um, but as the years went on, I, I felt like I could do more, like I could make a bigger impact. And how could I do that? That was the, the question that was in my mind. How can I make a bigger impact? And of course, my mom um, has been just in front of me calling to me saying, Jenny, you can write a book. You can um, you could be a coach. You can affect lives. She's always just been there for me in that. And as I've gone through my journey of teaching, um, we ended up, uh, my husband ended up leaving his good job uh, after <laughs> back to school for um, a, a coaching job, a baseball coaching job, which was a crazy time in our life again. And we just had a lot of curves thrown at us. So the book, Keeping ah, Curveball, Curves. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Had, just had to do it. Had to do pitcher's it. wife, right? right. Pitcher's wife. <laughs> and uh, when we got back to St. George, God said, you're going to write a book about your challenges and the challenges that other people experienced that, and they came through with their faith intact. And I said, I'm a math teacher. I don't write. <laughs> <laughs> and the message from the heavens was, I'll help you. If you, if you are willing, I will help you. And with that first book, became um, a life coach, was still teaching math full-time in se for seventh graders. And I thought, I have got, something's got to give, <laughs> right? You're teaching math, but you're a teacher. And that says a lot. Being a teacher is not easy. And it means you can communicate with people. So I can see the connection. I think it's fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Doug. It, it really was, um, I, it was a wonderful profession during those years. And um but you know how you have that tug. Mm -hmm. You know how you, I know. I'm sure you yep. ever. I'm yep. sure you. It doesn't it leave you alone. <laughs> I know it kind yeah. of keeps coming and saying you can do more. It's a little. Sometimes it's a little whisper. Sometimes it's a slap across the face. <sighs> right. <laughs> need to do this. Right. Um, but it, it was one of those, and so wrote the book, became a life coach, and um, ended up leaving teaching, and um, just have come to this this place where I feel like there's a lot of miracles happening, especially the book on joy, the new book. So lots of, I feel super blessed, especially to be here in, in this beautiful place where I live. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Jen, let's go with your story. <laughs> 
My story. Uh, I grew up in Ohio. I was the shyest person in the state. Uh, the fact that I would eventually be a professional speaker was the farthest thing from my mind. But I always had parents who were very encouraging and found my way to California. And that uh, opens the whole world to come to California. I went to, I got my degree, a bachelor's degree, and then I decided that I wanted to be a flight attendant after various jobs that I'd had, a flight attendant. I was 43. I thought I'd be the oldest person in the class, but I wasn't. There were eight people older than me. I said, wow, that's great. (laughs) I became a flight attendant for American Airlines. And what that did for me is created a great deal of confidence. Because when you stand in front of 65 or 70 candidates who are all going to be flight attendants, they're looking at everything. You know, they're looking at, is her skirt the right length? Is her hair fixed all right? But what is she? So um, I eventually graduated and became a flight attendant for American for several years. And then I became head of the, or with my partners of the image team, how important it is, how we present ourselves and how we look and what we say. Uh, so then I, I actually left American. People thought I was crazy, but I felt this tug that Jenny talked about, a tug to do more, to change more lives, to make a difference. Because even though I was on the aircraft and I would be, uh, in those days we had food. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) (laughs) More than a cracker. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You don't get crackers anymore, hardly. (laughs) It wasn't just a peanut. Right, Uh, right, right. I had this method. I would get on the plane. I was usually the number one. That's the person on the microphone. Uh, But if I wasn't, and if I was sitting in the cabin, uh, we would start the food service and I would be screening people. I knew there was someone on this plane that needed me and I was going to find them. So it was a great, great exercise. There's always someone that needs to talk to someone. That is so cool. My coaching and counseling on the sky, in the skies with American Airlines. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to go out on my own. And I formed my own company and I became a speaker. I remember sitting down with another couple and having dinner and said, I'm going to be a speaker. And they probably looked at me and said, what did she say? (laughs) It was a start. I started with seminar companies and we would go five days in a week and we'd be out there, you know, speaking around the world. And then I said, I need to write a book. My, one of my mentors is Jack Canfield. I mean, he's a super guy that has had seven books on the New York Times bestselling list at the same time. So he said, again, it's book of records. I decided to write books. And Jack was a big inspiration for me. And we, um, we started with some books. And now, as Jenny said, we, we have seven books. And we're always thinking, wow, that's a good subject for a book. Let's do it. <laughs> And I'm always encouraging people to write a book. I think everyone has a book inside. I have them. my five titles and I have my outlines. I just need to, I, I need, we need to talk later. Yep, we will. We will. And yes, because everyone has a book inside, but yeah. is it in the kitchen drawer or is it going to get out there? So part of that is a motivation for people who are in your listening audience and uh, where you are, wherever you are. Yes. Get that book out of the kitchen drawer. Let's get it finished. Excellent. Oh, that's uh-huh. Okay, hey, we're done. Okay, That's that was good. good. We're, we're ready it. to go. <laughs> Thank <Good> you. <laughs> That's so interesting you say that because I, I have portions of, of my five different books started. Yes. And it's like, I don't know what the block has been to just finish them. Maybe I don't want to know the rest of the story on some of them. No, I know. I know all the stories on them. Maybe that's why. But <laughs> Stephanie, you're so wise uh, because when you have juice for a subject, you start writing. 
And, yeah. and you mm-hmm. could have five books. Uh, you know, my mentor, Jack Canfield, says you never have writer's block on 23 books at the same time. So <laughs> Jenny true. knows I have a few books on the go. But the one that's speaking to you at the moment, the one that is most right. critical, that's the one you're going to go with now that you've got the juice for it. Let's make it happen. Right. Because they have shifted that that thought of this one was the really important one. But now that's shifted, especially doing what Doug and I are doing. And he and I were talking because he's got how many shows now, Doug? 50 shows? Uh, About 40, 40 videos out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's 40 chapters, really. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to write. Yep. Totally. It's great. You read the story. It's a it'll be a short clip. Nice story. Good feelings in the brain. You can go to sleep with that. So, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I love it, Doug. I want to see that in writing. Okay. Thank you, Jan. I appreciate that. Thanks for that metaphorical, if not physical push. I appreciate that. That's good. It's a good thing she's not in the same room with you. You (laughs) That'd be okay, too. I gave you permission. (laughs) That's good. So let me ask both of you, what miracles have you seen in doing what you do? And I know there's a lot. So just kind of, Jenny, let's start with you. Just kind of tell us a little bit about like I said, I know you've been a miracle in my life. And so I, I, the recipient of one of those or multiple of those, but what have you guys seen in, in the work that you do in really changing people's lives? Jenny, let's start with you. Stephanie, I I love that question. I've definitely seen miracles in my own life. Um, Like we were talking just right before the show. Um, I've had big things. I've had small things. Um, I guess the bigger things is we were living in St. George and uh, my husband's still working, unfortunately, he's not retired yet. And uh, we had this pull to come back here to Orange County, California, to, to Southern California. And everyone in, who's, everyone's leaving California at that time. No one was coming, right? The rental trucks were super cheap going west. Yeah. <laughs> um, years and years and years ago, we came to this gorgeous island that we love. It's called Balboa Island. It's just, it's in Newport Beach. And it is, we would come here on vacation with our children. Our, my in-laws would get a house for the week and pay anywhere between three, four or $5,000. And, and we'd get a house and we'd bring out our kids and everything. And one of those years I bought this pad of paper, this <laughs> Island resident. Yes. And it has this one of these little, little price tags. I don't even know what year this was. It could have been 2005, 2006, whatever it was. And we, we started feeling this tug to get here. It was like, how are we going to get there? So I put boards, right? I believe in faith, in, I, in my, um, my higher power, my God. Mm-hmm. I also believe in the universe. <laughs> right. sure. I feel like there is a lot of connection there. So I put this out to the universe and to God. And I had my dream board. Right. I don't know how many of your listeners are have right yeah. there. vision boards, dream boards. <laughs> vision yes. Boards. So yes. I put all these pictures all over the place and my husband got a job offer, <laughs> which was amazing. And then it, and it fell through and then we're like, okay, now it's supposed to happen. And then the same job came back. And he, uh-huh. so we moved down here to this little Island, which is so amazing. We go for walks every night. I had this vision of us leaving our little white gate we have a little Dutch door where the top opens up um, and it, it is really like our heaven. And we didn't know why we were coming, but we knew that we were supposed to. Right. It was a total miracle because we lost my mother-in-law six months after we arrived and she um, just lived, they lived up in LA and we're in Orange County. So we got to see them all the time. 
and mm. daughter became pregnant. So we have a married daughter. We have three kids, two are married. Um, this is daughter of ours pregnant and my younger daughter and I really were her saving grace. Like I'd like to think she wouldn't have made it without us, but <laughs> we can go with that. But sure. The, the powers that be knew that we needed to be here and we didn't know we needed to be here. And the day I moved in, I pulled out this pad of paper that said Bubble Island resident. And now we live, we live in. And the- now you're, you're there. So again, goosebumps, goosebumps. Yep. yep. I love that. Such I agree with story. that. And I, I agree. You and I remember when you were, when you were making that decision and we, we in Southern Utah and St. George, were all just like, no, 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 you can't leave. You can't leave. <laughs> Stay no, with us. Right, yeah. right. Right. But I remember right. just the different steps that you were taking, trying to make the decisions and what you were doing. I remember you and I having a conversation going, what am I supposed to do? I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. And having that conversation, it's just everything just laying out for you. And, and I, <sighs> I'm a firm believer if we, if we ask God to help us and we ask specifically for direction in certain things. And then you, like you say, put it out there to the universe, make your vision boards, make whatever the Lord knows what's supposed to happen for us. And it may not be what we think, but he knows what's supposed to happen and what's going to be the best for us. And then look what you've done since you've been there. I mean, it's just amazing. Okay. We're going to go to Jen. Jen, tell us about your journey. So question for you, Stephanie, would you like, I'm thinking about miracles. I have one for my relationship with my current husband, or uh, could it be my professional life? Which miracle would you like to hear about? Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever right. you feel moved to do. I'd love okay. To. So yeah. we'll start. With- yeah. You, you tell us which one you're feeling. Cause we probably want to get both of them in if we have time. Sure. Okay, well, I'll start with the professional one. And I was not a very seasoned speaker at the time. And the invitation came from the Catholic Church of Louisville, Kentucky. And I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, what's that going to be about? I, I don't know anything. I, and it's international. <laughs> Jan, we're going to have uh, seven different countries involved, and we will have translators. So you will speak for a sentence, and then the Swahili translator will translate oh. what you just said. So you've got to keep your head on straight to realize, well, where was I? What, what was yes. I saying? That's because now the translation. Thing. So we had Swahili, Afghan, French, uh, Spanish. I think we even had something from Russia. Anyway, these women who were gathered with me had been uh, sadly treated, had been brutally treated, mm. raped, burned, um, mistreated in every way possible. And the Catholic Church had invited these families to come to America in order to experience this land of opportunity. But they didn't even know how to go to the grocery store and what to buy there because nothing looked like it did at home. So here was Jan. Jan, we need you to warm these people up. I thought, oh, my goodness. So I decided not to wear my suit. I usually wear a suit when I'm doing a keynote. Uh, But I decided to wear my salwar kameez, which is a three-part suit that you wear in, in, uh, I was going to say Bermuda, that you wear in India, where I have spoken for six weeks. So I wore my salwar kameez. It's a light shade of green, so it's not intimidating in any way. 
instead of my purple suit that might have scared these people to go right back to where they came from. So here I am, though I saw our Kameez, and I had my groups of people in the room centered. I had met the translators. I knew what we were going to do, and this was going to be a lift them up, inspire them session. So everybody seemed to be listening pretty well. I did an exercise that I love where you turn to your neighbor and you ask them, who are you? Not what are you or how are you, but who are you? And they had to come up with descriptors. And and so I thought, how is this going to work? These are seven different languages, but it was powerful. I wish I had the recording from that day because uh, women would say, I'm a... I'm a believer. I'm strong. I can do this, you know, because they had been through so much. So they were shouting out in their languages how they felt about themselves and who I am. Wow. I like that. One woman on her own was from Ethiopia. And she was a beautiful, beautiful person that had quite a headdress on that I was admiring the whole day. And as she smiled at me, and she liked to smile, there was one tooth hanging down from her central arch. So on her upper arch, she only had one tooth. And yet she smiled brilliantly with that one tooth. I like that. No self-consciousness at all. No. And on the first break, she came up to me with the Swahili translator. And um, the translator said to me, you know, Jan, she doesn't understand a word you're saying. She's from Ethiopia. And we don't have that translator here. But at least she's staying with the African group. And, 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 and she wants to tell you something. I looked at her and I said, what would that be? She said, she wants you to know that she can't understand a word you're saying. And she's so happy to be here with you today. Uh-huh. What a compliment. It is. And it's like the message gets through. People get your essence. They know you have a good heart. They know where you're coming from and, and they feel it, whether they can understand the language or not. So that really set me on the path of being a speaker. I said, I don't even have to know the subject. I just have to share my essence and kindness with people and they will be with me. Agreed. That's fantastic. That's I like a miracle, that. Doug. It is a miracle. I love that. I've I've had that experience and I've talked with people too. And as they start telling me their stories and they say, I want to tell you something. Okay, then say something. And they start telling me other things. I don't want this on video, but I just want to tell you something. Okay. That's kind of like what you're having with that woman. She goes, I can't really communicate with language to you, but my heart can. And I want to just I want to connect with you somehow. So she finds whatever way she can to to find you, to get in front of you and say, this is who I am. I like who you are. And I think it's a great compliment. And the wonderful thing, Doug, is that I have a photo that day at lunch. We went out behind the, the Catholic church there in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, we took a group shot and she is very visible in this group. And it's just all these lovely ladies in their native dress with me in my salwar kameez. And it is a constant reminder to me that it really doesn't matter what we're saying as long as we really support and love and share kindness and joy with people. Amen. Very good. I love it. Again, goosebumps. Here yep. we go. I'm, I'm writing notes. Well, <laughs> notes are coming faster than I can write them down. Yeah. So I'm just thankful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's, it's so important because that's what this show is all about. And we always get people on here. They're like, okay, what's the plan? What are we going to say? How's it going to be? And I'm like, you know what? We just let the spirit take it. 
because we'll, we'll find out <laughs> we we get excited because it's like we don't know which way it's going to go but there's somebody listening that needs to hear exactly and i feel like i'm the recipient of that today there's which i usually am me too but there's always somebody out there that needs to hear what you have to say and so if we can just let the spirit take it <laughs> because this is what is so beautiful and this it's just it, wonderful that you're able to do that it is it's when people say I, I appreciate that. I've experienced that. I, say, I want to communicate something. I want to say something. So I'm not sure how to say it right now, but in this space, in this essence, as you say, I think I can say something that will be communicated the way I want it to be. And the most wonderful things come out from that. And from my experiences too, I thought, wow, they, they just want to talk about these kinds of things. And that's what you experienced with this uh, at the Catholic uh, church that you're, that you're working with there. Yeah, it's that. Why did I get here? How am I? What am I going to do with this? I do that all the time. And I do the videos. I look to heaven and go, what am I supposed to do with this? What do you, what do you want me to say? You know, and, and the flood comes. It's wonderful. So continue. I don't want to get in the way. <laughs> and no, also, I, people want to be heard. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They absolutely. That, that, is, that is huge, especially right now. I'm finding people just have kind of lost their voice. Mm-hmm. They're, they're afraid to talk. Mm-hmm. And they, don't know, they don't know what platform that they can talk on. Right. You know, everything is so scary out there right now. And I love that you said that, Jenny, that we want to give people an opportunity to have a voice. So Absolutely. we've got about, we got about two minutes before our hard break. What would you suggest they do to be heard? Mom? Oh, that's me? Sure. I mean, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was just going to say, Jenny, you are that you are my champion for reaching out to people and connecting with them. They will talk to you about anything. Strangers <laughs> walking by your house want to stop and talk to you. So what do you do to bring that out in people, that the comfort I feel, level? I feel like that's all of us, but I feel like today it's about making connections with people so they feel safe. Um, that, you know, if, and it's being, being real. Because if, we, if we're not real, we have this barrier up, right? Mm-hmm. That you can't talk to me. I'm not approachable. And also that monster of comparison. When we compare ourselves with other people, Jack says we never come out even. We either come out better than or worse than, which also creates a barrier to connection. So the more we can connect, the more we can be real with each other and other people can feel heard and we can feel heard. I love that. We're going to come. We're going to go to our break. But when we... Um, Jenny, can you give us the address or how to get hold of you guys? Everybody get your pen and paper. We'll give it again at the, at the, when we come back. But if you can give us that contact information. Mine is just my name, JennyRitchie.com. There's a, I have a contact tab on my website and people can schedule a call with me. Awesome. Okay. And Jan, we'll get back with you when we get back from the break. I want you guys to make sure you have your pen and paper ready so that you can get the spelling correct. You can make sure that you know how to get hold of these incredible ladies what you see right here is what you get. I mean, this, they are the best of the best and we're so happy to have them here with us. So we're going to take a break for a few, for a few minutes, make sure you stay tuned because we've got lots more to talk about. We'll see you back here in just a couple of minutes. Yes. Yes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. 
Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. We're going to go ahead and start really quickly. I want, Jan, I want you to give your information, your contact information, and then Jenny, yours again. So hopefully all of our listeners have had time to get their pen and paper so you can get it down. And I'll have you spell your name just so that make sure that they get it correctly, okay? Jan, go ahead and give your contact okay. information. Well, um, my my speaking name is Jan Frazier. And it's, of course, it's on the screen if you're on Zoom. If you're uh, listening to us, it's uh, F-R-A-S-E-R, no I in there, Jan Frazier. You can reach me at info at janfraser.com. You could go to my website. You could send me an email there. Uh, and I help people write their books and speak professionally if that's what you want to do. Just gave me all those goosebumps again. Yep. Deal. Okay, Jenny. I'm in. I'm in. So my website is www.jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, last name R-I-T-C-H-I-E, jennyritchie.com. And um, what I do is you'll see on my website is I coach women who have network marketing and direct selling businesses, mindset, action, and accountability so be, other than writing, <laughs> I also have this side thing that I do that brings me a lot of joy. So. Side thing, side thing. She doesn't have any side things everything. at all. It's, yep. it's everything that she's doing. Um, and tell us again where you can get your book. So for those of you that are looking, I've got the book held up right on the, on the screen. Tell us again. Yep, there it is. It's beautiful. So tell us again how they can get this book. Well, there's a couple of places. Definitely Amazon. So you can go to Amazon, just search the book on joy. It has to be the book on joy because otherwise you're going to get the Dalai Lama. 
Which is not bad. (laughs) (laughs) But you'll recognize the pink cover. Right. um, The book on joy. So Amazon, if you want to learn more about the book and read more about the authors, if you're thinking, oh, I'm not sure I want this book or any of that, you can go to thebookonjoy.com. I'm holding up the book with all of the authors on the back with Jack Canfield right up here by our cute Jan. I mean, this they've all got such different stories, but yet they've all got this thread in them as I was reading them. And oh my gosh, I could relate to almost every single one of them. <laughs> like, Oh, been there. Oh, done that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was what was so fascinating for me because I'm like, these are all women authors. And I'm like, whoa, they, they've been through the same thing. I have pretty much this, that, or the other thing, right? right? There's something in there for everybody. That's true. And Stephanie, sometimes we feel we are the lone ranger. Right. There isn't anybody else that's feeling like I am. But all the writers in the book, fantastic women. Some had never written before. Some were experienced, had their own books. But I gathered them together because uh, they believed in joy. Mm-hmm. So I did have some people who wanted to be in the book, but their preliminary chapters were dark and sad and scary doodle, and there was no joy. I said, but this is a book on joy, and people who pick up this book expect to find some joy. Right. And so, yes, we all have raindrops fall in our life. I certainly have myself, but it's what have I done with it? How did I come out into the sunshine? How did I find the joy? I think that's so important. Yes, we all have it. No one gets in this through this lifetime without some rain, but it's what did I do with it? And sometimes it's a storm, you know, but you know what? The storms can be beautiful too. If you look at them and just go, okay, this is a beautiful storm. It's dropping lots of rain and there's some fabulous lightning and thundering going on in our lives. But right. I love that. I think it's important to remember that even I was talking to my daughter, even just last night, and she talked about how we need to have joy and gratitude for whatever our circumstances are. Right. Uh, and sometimes it's a thrill ride. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a roller coaster, but whatever it is, those things make us what we are. So you have happiness from that. And so that means even disappointment and, and discouragement and we're happy about these things. How do I do that? How do I, but that, it pushes me and people, and what I like to do is I have a little journal at nine o'clock, my phone goes off and tells me time to write your journal. And I, it's a, my blessed journal. You, What's that? Good for he you. got me started I, on it, and it's yeah. made a huge difference in my life too. Yeah, just a little—it's a little journal. Like, and here's I, the book right here, right? Just another, another book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's the other one. I just—I have a little reminder that just goes off on my phone at nine o'clock at night. Says, "Remember, Doug, you got to write your things down." Oh yeah, so then I can take a moment to reflect on the day and say, "What happened today? Yes. Good days, bad days, or whatever." But something from there says, "Okay, there's something about it that I can be grateful for. The fact that I get to go on this journey is the gratitude." Oh. Totally. And Doug, you have really uh, mentioned the gratitude. That is our next book. Oh, yes. They're looking. Great segue. Yes. And Doug, this is not planned. But yes, we felt that joy really leads to gratitude. 
Absolutely. They go back and forth. And so for Jenny and I, our next book, and we're gathering women or men together. If anyone listening on your program would like to be a part of our book, we welcome them. Oh, good. We got Stephanie. Okay. We got Doug. We're all on. I've I've been on the whole time. You got it. (laughs) So you can reach out to Jenny or myself because gratitude is absolutely critical. The more grateful we are, the more we will have to be grateful about. And it's, it's a powerful, powerful value. Oh, it's, it's interesting because That's Ken good. and I were only married for two and a half years, yes. but they were two and a half magical years. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he lost his wife the week before I lost my husband uh-huh. and he was really, really struggling with it. And, and he's just like, you know, I don't, I don't understand it. And I don't understand how you can be so happy. And, and, you know, and I'm just like, and he was saying, I just can't do what you do. And I, I'm really, really missing her. And, and I said, you know what? I had my husband for two and a half years. You had your wife for 37 and a half years. Mm-hmm. Because I was telling him how he and I got to talk while, before Ken passed away in the hospital. And he was telling how his wife was in the car going to the hospital. He was holding her hand when she died. Wow. And he's like, I didn't get to talk to her. And I said, you were holding her hand and you had her for 37 and a half years of talking. And I said, that meant everything to her that you had her hand when she passed away. And I said, so the gratitude that you should have right now for that opportunity, you didn't get to have the words because of her condition, but you held her hand and she squeezed it just before she passed. And that was a gift for you. Uh, just like me being able to spend three days was a gift with Ken before he passed away. So again, it's looking for that gratitude, looking for oh, those yes. miracles, right. Yes. And the, and finding the joy in it, even though we're weeping, but finding the joy Yes. in it. So, okay. that was. Um, I wrote that, that quote down. I keep a little thing of quotes too. I keep these little records. I love a good quote. So I like this. If you are grateful, you will have more to be grateful for. Is that what you said, Jan? Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to make sure I got that down, right? It goes into the oh, true. Goes into my notes. But it's so important. And those gratitude journals that really inspired us a few years ago, it's, right. it's a wonderful way to go. So good for you that at nine o'clock, I know that Doug got the message. He's, he's going to put in his gratitude journal. Mine's about 1130 at night, but well, <laughs> I'm, I'm putting, but I get it. It is. All I'm putting good for you, Stephanie. Jan and Jenny and Stephanie going to my gratitude journal tonight because this is incredible. So, Jan, before we go on, I want to hear the miracle of your husband. You and yes. your husband. Yes. Well, that's always fun and inspiring. Uh, I was asked to speak in Bermuda, um, and I, I worked some magic and some miracles. A lady who heard me in Orlando was from Bermuda. And she said, we want to bring you to Bermuda. I said, great. You want to bring me to Bermuda? I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. And there you're going to pay for the flight and you pay for the hotel and you're going to pay me. Okay. So it's not Make like it a possible. Very good, exactly. A very yeah. good deal. Yeah. Uh, so I did go to Bermuda, thanks to Sherry. And I fell in love with the place. And, and then uh, I went to a conference with Jack Canfield And this person was walking up to me. I was on the volunteer team. So I was collecting name tags. And this person, his name tag said, Ian Bermuda. I said, wow, do you live in Bermuda? And he said, yes. And I said, well, I'm I'm speaking in Bermuda next year. And he said, as a service of the island, he'd be happy to pick me up at the airport. 
Wow. If you've ever been to Bermuda, you know that you cannot rent a car here. So if you're getting from the airport to any hotel, it is going to be either on a bike, which that wasn't going to be me with my bags, (laughs) um, a pink bus, that's possible, or it was going to be a cab, which would be $50. And being kind of thrifty, I thought, oh, that, yeah, you can pick me up. That's going to save $50. (laughs) So, um, So this person from Jack Canfield's, is the person that I ended up marrying. And the fun thing is that I went to the beach that the Southampton, there's a beautiful two Southampton hotel. There's a Southampton princess and a Hamilton princess. They're both beautiful hotels. So we were staying at the uh, the Southampton and I was down at the beach and then this little party came along and the lifeguard said, you're going to have to move. I said, wait a minute, I'm staying at the big hotel. (laughs) I'm not an interloper here. He said, no, you're in the way of the wedding. And so I said, oh, okay, well, can I watch? And they said, sure. So I pulled my little beach chair back and I enjoyed for the next 20 minutes, the miracle of a couple getting married as they waded into the water, Bermuda shorts, of course. And they had little flower children that were throwing rose petals around. I thought to myself and wrote in my journal, if I ever get married again, I'm going to get married on the beach in Bermuda. (laughs) And I think it was the next year, Jenny, that I got married on the beach in Bermuda from this same man that I picked up his name tag at the training. It was a miracle. Sure when is. I tell the story in a keynote, I make it funny. I just say, and the next man that walked across my path, I said, would you be my husband? That was the next person <laughs> <laughs> after I set my affirmation. Of course, right. he wasn't at the beach that day. Huh. But we did get married on the beach, Jen. I was there. That's, yep. that's beautiful. That's and all of the, I have beautiful grandchildren that Jenny and my other daughter, Debbie, have given me. All the girls were flower girls because everyone wanted to be the flower girl. So they all were the flower girls. That's, that's how Fantastic. it was. It was beautiful. <laughs> it is. That is so great. So we've only got just a few minutes left. What I would really like to do is have you share some stories of other people other people's stories that, and I'm sure you don't have to say names or anything, but what have you seen from other people's miracles that have happened because of what you guys have been doing? I know that's a, that's a tall order, but I know you've seen it. What have you <laughs> noticed? Yes. Right. Yep. What have you noticed by the journey you've helped set different women on or people on? I can think of a couple. Um, one is when, when you're back to the book writing, when you're writing a book, one of the negative doubts that comes into your mind very often is who's going to read this, right? Mm. No one's going to read this. Everyone's already said in everything. And the thought that kept coming to my mind, which is what got me to the end of my first book was if this helps one person, right? Yep. This helps one person. Right. And I had more than one person say your book, helped me so much. Your book blessed my life. Things you said really resonated with me and I was able to get through this challenge. Even one of the teachers I was teaching with at the time has really had her share of challenges and I actually asked her to edit it. And she she was an English teacher and it was it just made such a difference for her and really helped her. So I think like that was a miracle. Um, the other, the other one I want to share is, is what I do now. 
So I, like I said, I coach women in network marketing. And anytime you step out of your comfort zone, the chatter starts a chattering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the bigger and the bigger the leap, the the more the chatter. And um, we don't have time to talk about it here, but many of us have limiting beliefs or things that people have told us about how we can't be successful or who would want to listen to you or what do you have to say or yeah, um, you can't make money or any of those things, things that that are not true, but they've become beliefs from a thought or a message that was repeated over and over. Right. Sure. And so sure. we have these beliefs that are kind of cemented in our mind and we think that they're true. So as I work with women um, that are building their businesses, this is a, this is a scary place uh, to be an entrepreneur. And I think the, some of the miracles that I have seen is a woman who thought, you know, I can't make calls. I can't, I can't, uh, what, me? No. <laughs> the limiting beliefs are, are strong. And to see her get to the other side of that and to see her have enough in herself and in her self-worth and in her value to be able to say, you know what, I can do this. And then doing it and seeing the result and, and how she feels about herself after that, I feel like that's been, been some miracles. <laughs> Absolutely. Changing cemented in beliefs is a tough thing to do. And so I'm happy that you had that ability to connect and help people get past that barrier because it can be a very real barrier. You can't stop the mind chatter. And I, pre I wrote that down. Bigger the leap, the bigger the mind chatter. And that's, that's true. So it's true. And so true. Most go ahead. of what we've... Go ahead. No, I was saying, yeah, how do we get over that big barrier? When the, when the mind chatter doesn't stop, you got you to gotta change the way you think about it so that the reality becomes different for yes. you. What is your biggest idea and how to, to accomplish that? Yes. Well, that's like um, mom and I, um, our mentor is Jack Canfield, and that's really what he teaches it's yeah. to, to uh, approach those things. What I teach is to challenge them first. First, okay. they're asking questions. Is this true? Could this, could this be false? Like, I think this is true, but maybe it's not. So number one, challenge. I like that. Two, decide what you want to keep. Decide okay. Do you want to keep moving forward, right? Do you want to stay in that place of fear and overwhelm and believing those beliefs, or do you want to make a different choice? So first of all, you have to make that decision. So challenge the thoughts, decide what you want to hold on to moving forward. Then we need new beliefs to replace those, right? Just very quickly, what happens is we have these default patterns of thought. And um, if we put a new thought in place, we have to go there intentionally or we go back to the default. Right. We have to choose to, choose to think the new thought. And that takes energy. That, that, go that, back. You have to push that through. Yeah, it takes energy. Yeah, we do have to. It's like I, I describe it to people like forming a new path in the woods. The other one's already formed. Right. right. Well trodden down. Those, those default patterns of thought. But the new one, we have to clear some branches and we have to get rid of some logs and we have to, you know, cut down some stuff. And we have to keep, do that by continuing to think the thought. So challenge, decide, replace, and then reinforce. Mm. Right. Challenge, okay. Yeah. Challenge, okay. decide, replace, reinforce. Those are beautiful. Okay, Jan, you've only you've got a few minutes. I, okay. I want to hear what you're going to say. So the miracle that I remember um, 
was my third book, which was uh, You're Never Too Old to Dream, Dare, Dance. And I did not know that that book would save a life. But my ex-husband, Jenny's father, had passed away. I hadn't spoken to him in years. I didn't know his new wife. And his new wife, they'd been married for 25 years, but I was never invited in. And all of a sudden, I found out from his his wife, widowed wife, that he had passed. And, you know, even if you haven't been with someone, you love them once, it's in your heart. So I reached out to her, who I'd never really spoken to. And um, I said, Barbara, you know, I'm so uh, sorry to hear about Larry's passing. And she said, well, um, I'm ready to take my own life. Oh, my. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Oh, got to do something because Jenny and I have this gene to just help and and reach out to people. And so I sent her a quick email and I said, Oh, Barbara, you know, Larry did not know that I became a a motivational speaker. And would you, would you accept a gift, a book, my third book? I think there's a chapter in there that will help you on your, on this, um, your journey in life. And she said, okay, send it on. So I sent the book FedEx from Bermuda because I traveled between Bermuda and the States. And at the time I was there. Are we time's up? No, that was good. something of mine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So, uh, I sent her, uh, I sent her the dream dare dance book and I didn't hear for two weeks. Oh my goodness. I thought I got it too late. I'm, I, I missed the deadline and mm. she has chosen to mm. take her life. Then I got the email where she said, I've been crying for two hours. I read your chapter about soulmates. And I realized that Larry was my soulmate. And that is why you gave him up. You divorced him because he was meant for me. And I've been praying for you for 35 years because you were so kind to give him up. He was meant for me. Oh, wow. And she said, Larry, about a twist on that book. Wow. <laughs> so she said, Larry was my dream, but you have shown me in your book that I can find a new dream. And so she's a registered nurse. She could go to any country, any hospital she'd be needed. So she has a new life now because of that book. So I said, if your book can help a widowed, your ex-husband's widowed wife to turn <laughs> on her life, that's, Amazing. So we never know the words that we speak or that we write will make that kind of difference. As Jenny said, we hope just to make a difference for one person, but hopefully it will be more. That Doug was and powerful. I say that every show, don't we, Doug? If we, can we do. Just, if one person hears this show, and, and it's always multiple, every show, yes. but if one person's life can be changed because of this show, that's why we do what we do. Absolutely. Well, you have a beautiful show, and I'm sure you change lives every time you're on. Well, th- well I know ours do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because we have Whoa. people like you on the show. It's incredible. What an what a absolute joy, joy to use that word again, <laughs> that, this, that this is. And uh, I love that. That's a powerful story you shared. Yeah. To yes. Your ex-husband so or your previous husband's <laughs> ex-wife to help them. I mean, that's a hard connection to get to. And to help them make a change. Wow. Right. That, yeah. So, you know, it's funny because my husband and I, 
we would always talk about because I went through a lot of trauma with my first marriage and, and even my second marriage. And then he went through a lot with his two. We both just went through all these things. And we were so grateful to be brought together because of all the trials that we had. But because when we were brought together, we got the best of each other. And it was like, I'm so grateful that you went through all that crap and I went through all that crap. So when we can, sorry, that's probably not appropriate to say on the show, but when we got together, we got the best of each other and it was just beautiful. And I'm so grateful. We've said it over to over and over and over to each other, how grateful we were for the learning opportunities we had. Mm-hmm. So when we were brought together, we knew what we had. There you go. Gratitude again. Absolutely. Grateful for so- everything. So we only have about one minute left. Jenny, one quick left message left, and then we'll get Jan, and then we're going to be done. I hate how fast this goes. Yeah. Thanks for having us, Steph. This is amazing. I've learned so much, and it's just been wonderful being here with you both. Thank you so Thank much. You, Jan? Jenny. Inspirational. Everything was inspirational, and I'm thrilled. I'm going to start watching this program. I love it. Thank <laughs> oh, you so much for having us on. Oh, it's been a pleasure. We are just so grateful to have both of you on. And it's been, again, a miracle how Doug found me and I found him and he's on here with me. And and who knew that I would be losing my husband, but I have Doug to to be there and know that he'll pick up the slack and and help me on that. It's just been miracles. It's miracles every day. It is. Thank you so much. And we're, we're having to run out of time now. I just need to extend this show because yeah. there's never enough time, Go but, <laughs> <laughs> but we love you all. Thank you again, Jenny. Thank you, Jan. We're, I'm so looking forward to more conversation with you after Doug. Thank you again. You know, you're right here in my heart. Absolutely. And thank you. Everybody have a beautiful, safe, happy, healthy day. And we will see you here next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 